There it is. There you are. Hey, you got a new uh, Christmas jacket. Is that your son's? Yeah. That is a nice jacket. Yeah, yeah. He got them made, didn't he? Yeah. Good for him. Hey, everybody. Pastor Pat Rankin. I am with my co-host, Ben. Uh, one of Santa's helpers, Mike Wood Sr. Mike, how you doing after? I was going to ask this question to you guys before we went on air. I'll just go ahead and ask it while we're on air. Or if I got, I got a, uh, I got a, um, what do you call it? Uh, cookies and uh, cookies and sweet hangover. <laughs> You got it all, aren't you? I can tell you one thing right now. We have been eating some cookies. How about you? Been eating some cookies. What about you watching the show? Don, have you been eating some cookies? Have you been eating some sweets? You've been eating some. Whoa! What's going on? Things are a little wild out here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Gloria Lawrence, how about you? You guys been eating any cookies? Donna Spangler, your family? Uh, how about you? What did you eat for the last couple of days? Did you do? Been eating a lot of ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did eat quite a few cookies, and uh, I got a box of Whitman's chocolate from. Uh, Boy, everybody needs that. And you know what? I was like, I just couldn't wait to get to the next row. You know. <laughs> Roxanne Galati's on. Jeanette Brumley's on. Terry Burek's on. Donna Spangus has been eating way too many sweets. I have been eating way too many sweets myself. Mm. Mike, you probably got it under control, and you got a lot of willpower where you probably don't eat. You know, cookies. What's your favorite? I'll tell you what. I had somebody make me uh, eggnog cookies. Oh, wow. Um, Gloria Lawrence, Linda Harden. Good morning to you, Linda. Uh, be praying for. I've been praying for you, Caitlin Scrim. I contacted your husband last night, so hope all is well with you, your mom, and your friend. Uh, Becca Lawless on the show. Good morning to you, Becca. Glad you guys are with us this morning on this post Christmas and pre New Year warm up. Wow, everything's going on next week. New Year, Bible study will be next week too. The first Tuesday of the month, right? Yeah, Bible study. B I B L E. Uh, hey, I got one for you. I was thinking about titling. I was thinking about titling. Let's. I'm gonna write some notes down. My new preaching series, New Year, New Plan. Oh, wow. Uh, I've been talking about that for a couple of days, and nobody, New Year, New Plan. Uh, so anyways, hi, Kelly Stanford. Got to see your car yesterday. Uh, Liberty Louise is on the show. Uh, I went out to Chad's last night and dropped off our car so he can make it look nice. Oh, yeah. Greg Johnson's on. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, Greg, nice to see y'all. Um, yeah, we drop, we're dropping it off at Chad's. Man, he's got a nice shop out oh, there. Really? Out there in Portage, yeah. Chad, I hope you're watching the show today. Me and my wife were thoroughly impressed. Got a great shop, great spray booth. And I uh, want to lift up Chad. He's going to be going uh, for some shoulder surgery coming up on Friday. Wow. Uh, so anyways, we got to do, uh, man, we were, 
Hi, Daniel Coker. Nice to see you this morning. Uh, we were just going around doing some uh, cleanup work. You know, after Christmas, you got to get in and get all your stuff done. Tiffany Short's on. Good morning. Happy CC. You're joining you. We're happy too. I called him last night. He said he's. He said I will make it tomorrow. Yeah. They can't you know what? I'd like to lift up the start with prayer. How's that? Go ahead. Go for it. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for keeping us safe, for you keeping us well, healing us, and looking after us over these past how, our past Christmas. And uh, we just want to thank you. Ask for healing and in our time of weakness. Ask for comfort and strength and guidance. Mm -hmm. We just love you so much. We want others to know you, and that's our job to let them know you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Know, I don't know what kind of prayer that was, but yeah. That was a pretty good prayer, I believe. I, mean, I, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody pray a bad prayer. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're praying, you're praying. I don't know. That's right. He had to take it up with God. Uh, Lord knows what a guy is. He does. He does. And you got a nice shirt, a nice jacket. I wonder if uh, Tiffany was involved in the making of that. I don't know. Was it, was it all Mikey? Hey, want to say hi to Tara Jenkins and my wife is watching the show from an undisclosed location. Wow. Uh, I think she's probably here at work, but any hoot. Uh, we're talking about the uh, what's next. Well, I, I mean, that's that's what I, to, I, told, I titled it. When yeah, I'm tongue-tied today. What's next? Everybody wants to know. What happens after uh, Christmas? So we're going to cover that, and then we're going to get into the new year and new plan type stuff. Gary Harden's on. Mandy Garcia's on. Uh, it's all Mikey. She can't take any credit. All right. Uh, J.D. Brock. Wow. How you doing, J.D.? J.D. is on the show. So tell me what you did, everybody, for Christmas, then we'll get into the show. We'll get cracking. We got... I was on the prayer wall last night, guys. I was talking to Mike last night. We got the show rocking in and rolling. Tell me a little bit about your Christmas, Mike. Uh, the highs and the lows. Well, Saturday, I guess it was, went to see... Uh, uh, Who can remember how crazy it was? I went to see, oh, the Von Erich movie. Oh, The Iron Claw. Yeah. You know that's a, and I don't I don't know the full story, but I know there was a lot of people that that passed away in that family, and that just breaks oh, my heart. It is just a terrible. Uh, they just, call it a curse. It well, it is. Yeah. It is a curse, and it's a curse of, uh, you know, um, it's a curse of that's not good. Let me just put well, it that. Was a way. sad movie, that's for sure. But uh, after that, I went home and went to bed and stayed in bed. Uh, Yesterday. Till Tuesday. Tara Jenkins says, love, understanding, respect, positive thoughts, grateful and blessed. Manny yeah. Garcia said, spent some time with people I live and then went to the woods to pray for a few hours. Very peaceful. Good for you. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't think I didn't make it in the woods. We did. Who was I up there with? I was with Z. Z and yeah. his family. So we got to ride through the woods a little bit. Not, not too much. We rode in the arena. We had so much company. We had to kind of stay in the arena and give everybody a chance to ride. So mm. that's what we did. But we did go through the woods a little bit on the horses. Um, so uh, bup, 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 bup. I guess we'll get into it. 
No more delay. Let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the things we need to talk about. Right. Do a little house cleaning, and then we're, we're going to let you guys know we're going to be in the book of Luke. Yes. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of ways to give year-end giving. What is a date today? 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can... You don't have to have one of these cards, but there's a lot of ways to give. And if you're as tech savvy as I am, you probably use the the scan option, offering basket, the mobile app, uh, text to have Bible, or the standard snail mail. <clears throat> Do you still mail stuff? I never did mail stuff. I never did mail bills. That's why they don't like it. My wife takes her bills to the post office. She doesn't stick them in the, post, in the uh, mailbox. Oh, anyways, there's ways you can give, and you're winding down. And how many days are left? I get. Would that be four? Four days left in the new mm-hmm. year. Let's see what Tiffany says. My parents host Christmas every year. It's a great time surrounded by love. <clears throat> Roxanne Gladys says went to my sister's house. To have both children and the same time was nice. Yeah, I had all my kids too. Well, you had a houseful. We had a houseful. We had, uh, I don't know how many we had, I guess we, we had, had a lot of fun, didn't you? 30 something probably. Uh, see, Patrick and his family came. There's five. Keelan and her family, there's two. They didn't have the kids. Uh, me and mommy and Aaron is two. There's five, 15, 17. We probably 25 people. Uh, Jimmy Robbins says Becky, uh, Becky had a bug, so I cooked all the food and went to her dad's house with the kids by myself. Yeah, mm. sometimes I know there were some people that got that bug, and some people made it through. And um, I'll tell you what, uh, the way it attacks the the sinuses and stuff is pretty crazy. Connie Schluter's on. Good morning to you, Connie. Thank you for being on the show. Mm-hmm. And hi to you and all the Schluter's there. Um, so let me talk to you about this. So here's some of the things that we accomplished with your help. And Karen Lonnie, we're praying for you last night and, and praying for you this morning, Karen. And uh, Debbie Jeffries has been praying for Bill. I contacted him yesterday. All you guys are covered in prayer. 32 decisions for Christ, 21 new members, 47 baptisms, 29 families, and one new location. That's the kind of that's some of the big stuff we did in 20. That's 23. Yeah, and we still got a few days to do more. And let me tell you this last uh, service at 1130 at North, mm-hmm. seven people got saved. Is that right? Seven people got saved. Praise God. So add that to. You know, decisions for Christ. That's 39. 39 decisions for Christ. Um, our Facebook, Instagram has grown from 24,000 to 48,000. So it's actually doubled in 2023. Our podcast is up 204%. Wow. It went from, uh, went from 392 downloads to 1.2 thousand. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Uh, and then the YouTube is increased 37% from 6,000 to 8,000 views. Wow. So you got people out there watching you. So, make, like so make sure you have your 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 greatest stuff on. Mm-hmm. 
And he talked about some of the things that were on uh, that the ride for or the ride for Rocky, the building on the rock is. So when you see B O T R, Mike like that building on the rock, <clears throat> that just tells you that there's things that need that we use to update. Air conditioners, gutters, roofs, uh, AC, plumbing, tree work, door work, window work, uh, heating units. I think the shed got repaired. A couple of heating units got repaired. So that's the building on the rock. So there you go. Did I do very good? Very well. All right. Gary Arden says, my Christmas present was my wife, Linda, coming home from the hospital. Amen to that. Yeah, she was in there. We were praying for her and praying for her, and God healed her. So uh, we'll continue prayers for uh, when we say hi to Mary Ann P. And I have been using your brush you gave me for my horse, Mary Ann. Uh, and I used one of your, uh, what do they call them, clips that that uh, that you tie a rope through, you know, clips like climbers use. They're well, called, uh, I can't think of what they are. Snap links? Yeah, they're, they're snap things. Chancine Swoboda, I want to thank you for all the work you've done for the Lord over the holidays and given me a, a, a wonderful Christmas present with an ornament wow. for my dad. Recognize my dad, and it's so awesome. <clears throat> In Chancine, where we really got to see it is when we came out of the north location. My wife goes, I want to see that, I want to see that. And I had it in my Bible bag. Uh, the Carabiner, thank you, Tiffany. Yeah, and they're not really like climbing carabiners. They're just utility carabiners. Uh, but anyways, they, they come in handy. Thank you for that. Um, what was I saying? I was talking about something. Um, I'm glad you're keeping track. So anyways. <laughs> so anyways. We're, we're lost, Pastor. We're lost. Let's go to the prayer wall. Let's go to the prayer wall. That'll always, that'll always straighten everything out. Well, so, there's the viewers that we got up there this morning. Yeah, so... <laughs> 43, it says. <clears throat> so if you have prayer requests... Prayer re- I sounded like Elmo Fudd. <laughs> if you have prayer requests... Send them up so we can pray for you. Yes, this Mark prayer, Moss. Mark Moss is on. Uh, so, yeah, we're using all that stuff, Marianne. Thank you so much. All that stuff goes to good work, good use. Aunt Jen wants to pray for her cousin Vicki uh, and Linda Harden's friend Kathy. And uh, Congressman Mark Moss, we're praying for you, Mark Moss. Look what Terry Jenkins said. You were You're talking, talking about your father's Oh, ornament. yeah, father's ornament. Thank God. And so we're looking at and you don't get to, it's a glass one. Yeah. You don't get to really see how neat that is until you put it up against light. Yeah. So once we had it out in the truck and it, all the natural lighting came in, my gosh, it's beautiful. So thank you so much, Sean Cena. It's just absolutely uh, fantabulous. All right? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tara, for paying attention because Mike <laughs> doesn't appear to be listening to me. Granddaughter's 97-year-old step-grandma is in rehab for respiratory infection. <clears throat> and there's a lot of that going on, this respiratory infection. And take care of yourself and... Talk to your doctor about getting on some natural stuff too, Mike. I believe that. You know, and, and I, you know, and your your doctor, your do- doctor may sign off on some natural stuff. I don't think we always need to be taking medicine, but Gloria, praying for your friend Susan, uh, praying for healing for her, and Donna Spangler, praying for her son. Uh, so we're praying for Linda Harden's friend, praying for her mom, praying for her, praying for Bill Jeffries, praying for Karen Lonning. 
Uh, Sarah Getz, salvation for her grandma and Jim Evans. I'm praying for Jim. And you know what? We're at the 40 mark because somebody got saved. Uh, two or three people got saved at the midnight service. Oh, and yeah. one of them was Jim Evans' uh, niece. Mm. So after the uh, service, me and Jim got to sit down with her, talk with her, pray with her, and then gave her a Bible. Praise God. Yeah, and, and I, I can't. And I can't. That's what's done by. Yeah. Well, by, and, by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyways, uh, Jim, if you can, I think she turned in a card. I asked her if she would turn in a card just so we could kind of keep track of what's going on. Keith Dennis Jr. We're praying for you. He has some red blood cells. Counts a little low. And also, Mike. Uh, we're praying for Keith Dennis Sr. Yeah. Um, and Diane Alliston. Uh, if that's what we have to do, do the transplant. Praying for that. Kevin Lenorn. Okay, guys, I think we're getting pretty close to being updated on these. Uh, Linda Harden also has a friend named Mike Shea. Uh, Terry Burek is. Uh, yep, we got that one. All right. Uh, and for Roxanne Galati's home situation with her children. Mike, lift them up, will you? Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you and praise you for your great reports for heaven. Through all the sicknesses and situations we've all been going through at this time of year, we're so glad that we have someone that understands and can listen to us. And right now we uh, petition you to... Uh, for some anointing, healing, yes. Yes. for everyone out there who's going through anything and everything. We know that you love us. We know that you died on the cross for us to show your love. Thank you, Lord. That you loved us first before we loved you. And we just love you, Lord. And we just want to continue to praise you and give you all the glory and for all the kindness and keeping everyone safe over the holidays so far. Mm-hmm. In your precious name, Jesus, heal us all. Amen. Amen. Uh, and want to again a uh, shout out to the Schleter family. Uh, happy, happy uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I know Connie's on watching the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you can, Connie, tell John to give me a call. I want to talk to him about getting some seeds because I, I told you I want to make my mini hoop house. Oh, yeah. I've already turned over all the soil. I've uh, seen that. Uh, I got some old manure in there. I got. Uh, I put a little of. Uh, uh, some fly ash, or not fly ash, but ashes from my wood stove in there uh, for some nitrogen and stuff. So, man, you turned into a real farmer, man. Huh? Yeah. So, anyways, um, I want to have John. Man, this is a new chapter in your life, Pat the farmer. Yeah, Pat the farmer. I'm gonna make, <laughs> I'm gonna make me a mini hoop house and grow some vegetables. Man, you had some tomatoes, I'll tell you that. Yeah, man. my gosh, them tomato. Did you guys already clean up your? I know Terry Lucky did, but all you guys clean up your garden already. Uh, I had to. It looked horrible. So I went out there and cleaned it all up, and then I turned it over with a shovel. And, boy, that's good work getting out there. And So if you guys can, you probably need to get your garden, uh, you know, and I probably need to do a few other things to it. But I want to get a hoop house going there and and get some some, uh, greens grown in there and stay healthy through the winter. Uh, Jessica Powell's on the show this morning. Good morning to you. Mike Zimmerman's on the show. Hey, Mike, got a question for you. How did the girls do, uh, and how did they do going back? Uh, Mandy Schulte's on the show, too. Um, my garden is a mess. There you go. So, 
uh, I was kind of like Mandy. I looked out the window one day and I looked at that garden. I was like, man, that's I'm not being very responsible. I need to clean that up. Uh, get it going. I have not had microgreens, but I'm sure uh, I, I hear it's good for bugs to leave your gardens alone for the winter. Uh, it may be. I don't know. But I know you can't leave it in the condition mine was in. Mine looked like a well, thing. Well, look like, yeah. A jungle. And it, those those vines got really thick and really hard, so I cleaned it all up, <laughs> turned it over. You know, I bet you had some thick vines, didn't you? Oh, my gosh. I had to take a knife to cut them. Um, so, anyways, that's what I'm doing, guys. And my next step in my life as empty nesters, we are officially empty nesters. I told Mike, this is the first year in 40 years that we really, in Hyde Alicia Tucker, that we really didn't have any kids, so to speak, mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. Uh, my daughter was there for a minute, and then she had to go go get her kids. But um, So empty nester life is very strange. So <laughs> I think we're going to uh, join a gym. And uh, so we went into the gym and, and told this young man we want to join a gym. And he said, well, where are you from? You know, what gym are you coming from? You know, Golds or this, that. I looked at this kid, and I said, I, I said, I said, son, I said, I've been in every gym. You know, back in the day, I was I used to deliver supplements to gyms. I said I've been in every gym, from here to the Pecos, and uh, I said I signed up for my first gym back in 1982. Really? Yeah, and I don't think the kid was even a twinkle in his mom's eye back then. <laughs> Do you? He's gonna tell you all about it. Though. No, he didn't. He actually he actually was very he and if he's watching the show, he's very respectful. Yeah. And my wife was kind of giving him my resume, and he. He kind of didn't say anything, you know. He was very courteous, and uh, uh, I think we'll probably join. I think it's kind of, you know, we're going to work out in the morning. And, uh, you know, we got plenty of places to work out. We work out here at the church and, and uh, work out in my basement or work out outside. But I wanted a place where me and her could go together and just mm-hmm. work out and get away and, and work out for about an hour. So we will um, be working out, and I'm thinking about turning it up a little bit. I want to see, see what happens. I ain't been in a commercial gym, and I can't tell you how long. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. How about you guys? What are you guys planning on doing this year? Uh, you guys got any new plans? Are you changing up your eating habits? You, Yes, Biggest Loser is coming. And uh, I want to say hello to Mark Wan watching the show, and thank you for him watching the show and, uh, and his family. Uh, thank you for mm-hmm. Mr. Wine and Beverly Wine and, and uh, Mark also for your, your precious wife. They're such a blessing to us. So a lot of people got saved. So we're probably so far, we're probably right around 43 people getting saved in 2023. That's I guess amazing. that church is doing pretty good, ain't they? Yes, they are. Uh, I'm with you thinking it's an eye. Uh, I swore I saw the change your family picture. Uh, Flyers, it's been nice your wife to grow with. Yeah, Brad Cottrell's on. Let's see. Z says the girl and Chandler are leaving out this morning. They've been practicing roping in the backyard. So, uh, Z's family came up to um, the farm Saturday. Mm-hmm. A pile of them. His three three daughters and and the one new boy uh, from down there in Georgia. Good good kid. Uh, they rode and they threw the rope and had a good time. So now he's headed back and they're headed back. Everybody's got to go back to reality, don't they? Yes, they do. Do you remember back when you was laying tile, you had to go back to work after Christmas? I don't even 
I forgot that part of my life. Uh, let's see, Tech Jenkins says, I lost 40 pounds, but struggle with sugar, menopause. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I, I know I'm struggling losing a couple pounds, but... Uh, check out Anytime Fitness and all of that. They're open 24-7. The owner's really nice. Yeah, uh, we're so close to Edge Fitness. It literally takes me like two minutes to get to Edge. And let's be honest. The, the reason me and Vicky never joined a commercial gym thus far is because I just never had the time. I didn't have the time to go to the gym, you know, between boxing and my family and the, and the locations and the and the team roping and all that, there was no way I could join Jim, but everything has changed. And I think we can we can still do our devotions and in our quiet time and still go to the gym. That, I don't know a good gym in St. Charles. Yeah, it's the best. Mike Wood, uh, what's it called? Too Good Boxing. Yeah. Yeah, so if you need a good gym where you can box, you need to go out to Too Good. I love his machines. Really good, aren't they? Yeah, very nice. So anyways, there you are. Let's get into the scripture, Mike. Um, and talk about what we need to talk about. Mike Woods says, I heard the two good boxing is the spot. It is the spot. I love working out there. All right. Let's see what it is we need to look at here. Uh, prayer and praise. So if you guys got any praises, send them up. Uh, new member classes on January the 8th. Um, and New Year, new plan is going to start uh, next month, too. It, so it won't be this service. Uh, it'll be the following service. This one here, I'm titling What's Next. Also want to lift up my uh, sister-in-law, Patty, who lost mm -hmm. her dad uh, two days ago. Would you would you pray for them, uh, Patty Rankin's family? Do you have any fathers who come before you? We'd love you to... Give Patty and her family peace and comfort and strength during this time. Uh, we're just so glad that they had as much time as they did. And yes, amen. Hey, it was good times, and uh, yeah. it'll be remembered as good times forever with yeah. her and her family. We ask that you bless them and you add comfort and strength to them. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Go to Luke 139 and 40. And I've already kind of studied this up, so I'm going to try to move us along real quick. Do you ever think about what happened after Christmas, you know? Um, what, did, what did Jesus do and all that kind of stuff? So I'm just kind of filling in the blanks there so we can jump into uh, New Year, New Plan. Let me start this out Luke in what? Uh, Luke 139. And uh, and then we're going to uh, we're going to read this and we're going to talk about it. So here it is. All right, it says and Mary arose in those days and went into the uh, hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zechariah. Um, Zechariah in the house and salute. Oh my bad. Let's see where are we at. That's not what I wanted to do. That's I, think you, I think you wanted to do... Uh, Starting 50? No, 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 no. All right. How about... And in the sixth... I don't know how in the world I could have got that far off. I thought it was 26 through 37. Was it? I'm not sure, but I had that marked in my Bible here, so... Yeah. 
I must it must have been two. Let's try let's try two thirty nine. Sorry guys. I'm just uh I'm just hung over from some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Let's go. My I said one thirty nine instead of two thirty nine. And when they had performed all the things according to the law of the Lord, so this is this is the mom and dad, uh, Joseph and Mary taking mm -hmm. Jesus uh, to to have him uh, uh, after eight days to have him uh, dedicated. Mm -hmm. They returned to Galilee and to the, their own city of Nazareth, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. Filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Verse 41, I'm in Luke 2.41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover, and when he was 12 years old, so now we're, we're, going, we're covering about 12 years here or so. And when they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast, so they're talking about Passover, and when they had fulfilled the days, uh, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. So they went on, uh, and they went back to Nazareth, and Jesus was left behind. And Joseph and his mothers knew not of it. Verse 44, I'm in Luke 2:44. But they, supposing him, have been in the company when a day's journey. So they had a big, like, wagon train. Mm -hmm. They were headed back, uh, but they forgot Jesus. Mm -hmm. So let's see what happens. You ever, have you ever forgot? <laughs> you ever forgot one of your kids? No. <laughs> there, there are parents out there that have forgot their kids. You know, not on purpose, but just you know how to have it. You know, they leave church and maybe they got four and. They left one behind. They had to go back and uh, get it. You know, well, that was a different time. You didn't have to worry. I, I guess you didn't have to worry about all these crazies. Yeah, back then it was different. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, and they sought him among their kinfolk and acquaintance. So I'm in 2:44. And when they had found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem. Uh, and it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple. Ooh. Now. If you're Jesus' mom, are you going to be mad at him? Let's see what she says. Sitting in the midst of the doctors. So this is the, the scholars of the day. Both hearing them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. So this is Mary and Joseph seeing Jesus inside the temple, uh, soaking up some knowledge. And his mother said unto him, Son... Why have you dealt with, uh, thus dealt with? Behold, your father and I have sought you sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Wish you not that I must be at my father's business? He said, hey, he said If I'm going to be anywhere, you surely ought to know I'm going to be at my dad's uh, church. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. So if somebody asks where you are, watch this class. Somebody asks where you are. On Sunday, say, I couldn't find you. I couldn't find you on Saturday. I couldn't find you on Sunday. You need to tell them, surely you know as a Christian, I'm going to be at Moscow on Saturday night, or I'm going to be at Westport on Sunday, or Moscow on Sunday, or I'm going to be at North on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Say that with me. Surely you know. 
Well, that's what Jesus is saying. Surely, I'm supposed to be in the synagogue. I'm supposed to be here learning about God. I'm supposed to be learning here what my Father wants me to do. I'm here watching the Overcomer Hour show because I want to get better. I want to get stronger. I want to get more informed. I want to get more anointed. I want to get. I want to know more about God. I want to know how my family can grow. I want to know how I can get away from the woke crowd. I want to know how I can grow in Jesus. Well, you grow in Jesus, Mike, by being at church. Amen to that. Uh, Eaton family's on. Good morning to you, uh, Nikki and Aaron Eaton. Verse 51. When he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them, but his mother had kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus, and what does it say, Mike, in 52? Read that. And Jesus increased his wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. This means that he perfectly kept the law of God and did perfectly will of God. Listen, Jesus increased in wisdom. Mm. You and I can increase in wisdom by being on the show, by reading our Bible, by praying, by staying connected, by putting our things on the prayer wall, by inviting people to church. Um, the way you don't grow is thinking you know it all and you don't need to be at church. Uh, this is a new year. You need a new plan. You, you got a new year. Year. You need a new plan. Say that with me. And you need to type it in. Because here's the deal. You need to put some action behind it. Guys, we need it. Don't, don't come into 2024 with the same plan you had for 2023. Mm. Yeah, you need to have a plan that the Lord gave you to follow. And if you don't have a plan, nobody ever plans on failing. They just fail the plan. Amen? you got to have a new plan. I'm not going to do the things I did in 2023. I'm not going to eat the way I did in 2023. I'm not going to talk the way I did in 2023. Uh, my church attendance in 2023 ain't going to be like it uh, in 2024. ain't going to be like it was in 2023. I piddled around. I played games. I made excuses why I didn't come. I made excuses. I, I put other things in front of God, but I still want God to bless my life. Yes, you do, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Live that way and tell me how it works. Call me on the phone personally. Get my personal cell phone and tell everybody, because that's what's going to happen in 2024. Every, the, the word is going to be blessed. It will be the most misused word of 2024. Mm -hmm. And here's what it looks like. I preached on it this week. Blessed. Everybody wants to be blessed. They want, they want to live how they want to live. They want to talk how they want to talk. They want to look at things they want to look at. And they want God to bless them. Or they want their organization to bless them. Or their, or their religious denomination to bless them. I want you guys to bless me. Here's the deal. A blessing is asking God to rain favor down on you. Mm. God's not going to rain favor down on something he sent his son Jesus to die for. 
well, I want to live what I want to do. I want to smoke what I want to smoke, drink what I want to drink, and be married to whoever I want to be married to or not be married. And, and I want God to bless my life that way. He can't and He won't. Your new plan, your new plan has to be, I've invited God into my life, and I'm going to let Him rule my life through the Holy Spirit, the great counselor. Go, Mike. Well, I believe that the God's going to bless you. And I believe you uh, continue blessing you if you have faith, and if you have love, and you try to be accountable for what sins you do do. Oh. I mean, you know, he's probably looking at everyone as individual, not just what we see, you know, mm-hmm. but what he sees in our heart and what we want to. He does. He does. You know, so. He does. He, he judges by the heart. Mm-hmm. But in that heart, faith without deeds is dead. There's got to be some action to it. Can I read? Can I read this to you? I just want. I'm in the reading mood, so okay, I want to help I'm people glad. out. Like I'm in. I'm in Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Well, that that doesn't sound like you can live outside the faith and ask God to bless you. Let me read it again. So uh, remember, I've prophesied this. It's going to be the most misused word in 2024. You can take that to the bank. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Mm. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligent. Do you know what diligent is? means consistent. I'm constantly seeking the Lord. I'm seeking him through my actions. I'm seeking him through my speech. I seek him by the way I work. I seek him by the way I drive. I seek him diligently. And my faith is in him. And he is pleased. And when he is pleased... According to the Christmas story, he bestows favor on those people. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I forgot what I was going to say there. Just talking about being blessed. Just talking about being blessed. You know what it's like. Amen. You know what life was like before you was in the, in the covenant of God. Well, you know, we all uh, have our issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got a forgiving God who loves us. And uh, I believe... Uh, he looks down and thinks, man, well, he's doing better. <laughs> yep, God, God judges yeah. the heart. God judges yeah, the heart. I mean, we can all do better. As, uh, 100%. All right, so anyways, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, that's I, good reading there. Yeah, so let's go back to Luke 3. I, I just don't want people to to think they can just do whatever they want to do and and, and have, have somebody bless them, quote, unquote, mm. because it just doesn't work that way. Um. Gloria says she's blessed and highly favored. So, Amen. and that's biblical. You, you're leading your life that way. That is biblical mm-hmm. uh, because that's what the Christmas story is. He says that he's. Uh, let's see if we can find that. <clears throat> let's see if we can find that. Uh, stay with me here. I'm looking. Hold on. Bear with me. Game Hayes. All right, I'm, I'm reading out of Luke 2.14. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. 
Um, so that's truly what God wants to do, is give you uh, peace and goodwill toward men. And Jesus is that peace that he's talking about. Amen? Um, go back, Mike, and start reading Luke uh, 3 for me. Uh, that said something there about it's freezing up or something. On the... Oh, is it? Okay. I don't know what's going on there. Luke uh, 3. Luke 3. There we go. Now, in the 15th year, the resign of Caesar, Pilate, Pilate being governor of Judah, is that what you want me to read? Yep. And Herod being Tet Ranch of Galilee. Okay, now you can skip over all the names and go down to... Uh, go up to verse 2. And it's, it's, it's being of a high priest. The word of God came unto John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. Yep. And he came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism and the repentance of remission of sin. Yep. And it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying into the wilderness, Prepare your way of the Lord and make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth. And all the flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then said to the multitude, who came forth to baptism of him on generations of viper, who has warned you free from what to come. All right, so right now, so what's happening now is the, is the voice in the wilderness, obviously, is John the Baptist. He's talking yeah. about Jesus. Jesus is already born. He's going to start his public ministry, um, and, and John the Baptist is the herald for Christ coming. Right. So that's what he's talking about. And he's talking about all these people. You guys need to repent of your sin. You guys need to be baptized uh, in all this kind of stuff. So start us back up in uh, 3.8, Mike. Bring forth, therefore, fruit worthy of repentance. And begin not to say within yourself, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these Jones to raise up children unto Abraham. Mm-hmm. Let, let me comment on verse 8. Okay. Uh, Mike just read. It says, Bring forth, therefore, the fruits worthy of repentance. So, um, God wants you to bear good fruit. Mm-hmm. The bad fruit that you produce is what you can repent of. Mm-hmm. So the bad fruit you repent of is meaning that I'm going to move on from that bad fruit and start bearing good fruit. Mm-hmm. That's what repentance means, and that means you're turning towards God. Let's say a couple hellos. Tim Roth, you're on the show. Chuck Sherbring is on the show. Good morning to you, Chuck. Uh, Mark Moss. Uh, Terry Burek. All right, go, Mike. You should be about nine probably. 
Let me add this little part here. Okay. It says, in fact, water baptism would do them no good unless they had first repented. Mm -hmm. I agree. And if they were a true repentance, fruits would be evident. Well, I just said that, yep. And now also the axe is laid upon the roof of the trees. Every tree, therefore, will bring not, bring not forth good fruit and hew down and cast into the fire. Can you read that again, 3-9? Listen to this, guys. Every tree, therefore, which brings not forth good fruit and has down and cast into the fire. All right, let's stop for just a second. So, guys, when preachers, myself included, in, in Luke 3-9, Everyone is going to have to deal with this scripture, Mike. Mm. Um, I, let, let, let me say it this way, and, and, and tell me if I'm taking this out of context. If you're not bearing good fruit, mm. you may not be a Christian. Amen. I didn't say you was a Christian or wasn't a Christian. I said you may not, because what the Bible says is that a good tree can't bear bad fruit, Amen. and a bad tree can't bear good fruit. So if you're if you're in the kingdom of God, you should not only repent, but you shouldn't go back to that same thing uh, that you've struggled with before, because your new plan is in Jesus, and Jesus' plan uh, is designed to succeed. Amen. Amen so right. this is what's next after the Christmas story. Tara Jenkins says, "Hard to repent with good fruit." Bad fruit, I feel, comes from kids. Well, I, I mean, bad fruit can not just come from kids. It can come from adults, too. Um, anybody that's bearing bad fruit, so let's say you're born again and you're going around carrying on and using swear words or you're slandering somebody in the church mm -hmm. or, you're, or, you're, or you're, you know, acting out of biblical character, you're, bear, you're bearing bad fruit. Um and you need to you need to get that corrected. And you don't get it corrected because you're trying to please Pastor Pat. You get it corrected because it's offensive to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Bad fruit comes from the heart. Go ahead, Mike 11, please. He answered and said unto them, He who has two coats, let him impart to him who has none, and he who has meat, let him do likewise. So and what this means, real quick, is if you got it, give it. Yes. That's 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 the problem we have in the Western world, guys. If you got something, give it. Quit holding on to everything so tight. Uh, um, holding on to something like this, this pen. If I hold on to it and I say nobody else can have this pen, well, that's all it'll ever be. It'll be a pen in my hand. Mm -hmm. But if I give it to somebody who needs to write a book report, you're gonna say, boy, that really blessed me. No, it's not that I didn't do without. It's just that I blessed him. God will, God will put another pen back in my hand. Amen? Okay. Mm -hmm. You're on 311, Mike. And the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said unto them, He has two coats. Let him impart to him who has none, and he who has meat, let him do likewise. Then came unto the publican to be baptized and said unto him, Master, what shall we do? And he said to them, Exact no more than which is appointed. Stop. So this is a tax collector. He said, if you got to collect taxes for your town to keep your town running and the street sweepers and the electric and the 
you know, the sidewalk and the being edge and all that. That, that's fine taxing them because we're going to put that to work in the city you live in so and and we might need sewers and everything that's fine but don't tax them more than you need to tax them enough to have employees and work work the system but don't tax them so you can just be a fat cat mm-hmm. are you hearing me i'm hearing that don't don't watch this don't don't take any off the top you ever heard anybody get their hand in the till Amen to that. Don't take any off the top. You don't need to take any off the top. If God wants you to succeed, you'll succeed. You don't need to, people don't need to scam and connive. We have a problem in this country with people in office that scam and connive. Yeah. They want to keep taxing you. And then after they tax you, they want to blow the money on programs that don't work, whether it be all these different programs, and obviously the latest failure, miserable failure, is the electric car. So yeah. now the government of the United States is in, involved in car sales. Yeah. They're involved in owning land. They're involved in running people's lives. They're, they're involved in pressuring people. Here's the deal. It, it was never intended for government to own anything. Their job is to keep the taxpayers that put them in office safe. It's to guard the border. It's to keep us safe. It's to make sure that the, the country has what it needs, not greeds. Mm-hmm. don't need to own car companies and push that narrative. And then when that dries up, that 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 car company will be completely out of business because it can't support itself. So it gets subsidies mm-hmm. from the government. You'll see you'll see electric cars all over the place in in trash heaps. Mm-hmm. There ain't no nobody's gonna buy them. <laughs> Guys, quit with the quit with the games, and we don't need the government running health care. We don't need a government running health care. We don't need them. We don't need, they're not doctors and they're not car salesmen and they're not educators. They're not, politicians aren't educators. They, They don't know what's best for your child. Government doesn't know what's best for your child. You know what's best for your child. Did you let somebody raise your dang family? No. It's ridiculous. It makes it easier for them to take the money off the top. Well, <coughs> what they do is they fund it, and their buddy runs the dang electric car company. Amen to that. They do, don't they? Who could do that? I don't know, I guess. Who could do that? Who could run a dang car company and know that you're getting money from your friend who's a dang politician? That that ain't right. Mm. Guys, you know the charade. You Guys, stop with the charade. Stop with the charade. Stop with the stop with the Mickey Mouse. We're all gonna go out and buy electric cars. You ain't gonna go out and buy an electric car. You barely afford the one you got. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when the batteries go bad and all this kind of mess? You know what? What a mess. What happened to that young man, uh Hunter? He's going down the road and uh his battery went dead, and the car froze up, and he couldn't do nothing. He's had it right for the field, and trees. 
And he finally... Jim, Jimmy Robinson says, has the government ever taken anything and made it better? Why they so why they're so big? Why do they own property? I, guys, this this I, I don't know what you take out of reading the Bible, but it educates me. Uh, yeah, you don't see any of the politicians driving an electric guitar or electric car. They got massive uh <laughs> Chauffeur line, what do you call the big long line? Parades. Yeah. They ain't none of them electric cars. They're big old heavy gas sucking cars and their planes out running on the tarmac. Yeah. And we got and, and we're supposed to be working on getting the kids to have be better educated. As far as education goes in America, the the, the kids in America are failing miserably. Limousine, that's what they're called. Limos. How do you digest it? Well, you don't have physical fitness tests in gym anymore. Well, you know what? That's what kind of. And then you, if you don't take care of them kids, they're going to grow up to be adults that can't take care of themselves. So they're going to be on the on the on the government assistant program. Guys, we we got to we got to change we got to change it up. They, they, this is a, I, I don't know why anybody doesn't get that out of the Bible. I don't know why preachers aren't preaching this everywhere. I, you would, you would not believe all the emails I get in, in texts and phone calls constantly that say, I'm so glad, Pastor, that you're preaching the way you're preaching. I've never preached any, any different way. You just open up the Bible and read the Bible. The Holy Spirit will interpret it to you. Yes. You don't need the government interpreting the Bible to you. Be a free thinker. Get off the video games. Get the family outside. That's what's next. All right, Mike, can you read on? Start us up at about 15. 3.15 in Luke, guys. It says, John, prediction of Jesus says... And as the people are in uh, expectation, and all men muse in their heart of John, whether he, whether he were the Christ or not. So they're asking, are you, are you, are you Jesus? Are you the Messiah? <laughs> you know what he says. Go ahead. John answered, saying unto them, All, oh, I indeed baptize you with water, but one might... Mightier than I will come. I can't latch his shoes. That the latch of those whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. Means I can't carry his bag. Uh uh-uh. uh. I can't carry his coat. I can't carry his gym shoes. Here. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit with fire. Can you help me? Yeah, that Before. was made possible by the cross. Not government. Yeah, not by the government. Guys, listen, in in, in 2024, quit planning on the government taking care of you and your family. (laughs) Amen. Yeah, I'll take care of my own stuff. You know what? My eyes got so open. I told you that before. When you go in and, you know, you get the diagnosis like my dad did of cancer and so many people do, and and then they don't want to treat you because you don't fall into a category. And a guy asked me a question. I, I beat him at their own game. He said, why is he back here? I said, because he's sick. 
I just run through the ER. I just run through the ER because you wasn't supposed to be able to get doctor's appointments and it had had to be had to have markers. They had to show it was this kind of cancer, this kind. It don't matter if if the politician's child or daddy had cancer, they'd be in the best hospital in the world. <laughs> well, we're not gonna we're not gonna put you on it because you're you're, you're from Bellflower, Missouri. <laughs> So you know what I did? I'm not smart, but I just run it back through the ER. That's what a guy. Knows. I said you're going to have to put him in. I said you're going to have to put him in a room because I can't take him home because he can't stand up. Quit with the nonsense. Quit government. Quit playing with us like we're stupid. Mm-hmm. And the insurance won't cover. What do you mean the insurance won't cover it? My dad's been paying into the system for fifty something years. More than that. More than that. Then you ask him to give him some some service. I was at a hospital one time taking him, and uh, I said he had to go from the cancer hospital to the main hospital because he was so sick he couldn't hold himself up. And, the, and I was thinking the ambulance was going to come and get him. Ooh. I said, can we move on? Is an ambulance coming? She said, ambulance? you got to push him. I said, "Are you? I'm pushing my dad across the parking lot to another hospital. Is that right? Across, like like we live in a third world country. And if I wouldn't have pushed him, she goes, well, we can help you get him in the car. I said, he's not cattle. What do you mean, help me get him in a car? (laughs) You know, no compassion. I'll tell you what, I was so ticked off, I couldn't see straight. I put him in a chair and I pushed him over there myself. I'll just be glad you are strong enough to do it. Oh, man, don't get me started. If you guys think for one second, I said, I don't know if I, you heard that about that Dana White, and I don't yeah. endorse, I think he's got a profane mouth, but I'm going to tell you what, he's one smart cookie. And he said, I, I sent this to a few people last night, he said, if you think the government is going to take care of you, he said, you're, you're, you're on Dream Street. You're on Dream Street. You need to look up some of the stuff that... He knows about them. Go ahead, Mike. You got 16 on you. John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one might, mightier than I, I come, and uh, whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor. Oh, I love this part coming up. And will gather the wheat in his gardener, but the chat he will burn with fire. Questionable. All right, hold on now. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that Christmas story. He said he's going to be at the threshing floor. That's where all the grain is, Mike. Watch me. That's where all the grain is, church. <laughs> it's on a crown of a hill. And... The chaff he throws up in the air when he's winnowing out the grain. Mm-hmm. The grain falls on the threshing floor, and the chaff blows away. Or sometimes if it lands there, they got to separate it, and they burn it with fire. God's going to burn the place with fire in the end. Well, I don't know if I like that story, Pastor Pat. Well, it don't matter if you like the story. That's what's going to happen in the end. You're going he's, to hell if you don't accept Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's going to winnow out the difference between the wheat and the chaff and the wheat and the tares. 
and, and in the end, he burns the he burns the the earth to the ground, mm-hmm. and then the new Jerusalem gets placed here. I don't know if I like that story. Well, okay. Well then, read Old MacDonald had a farm or something. Mm-hmm. Go. All right, and many other things in his exhortation preach he unto the people. But Herod, the trust being reproved by him for his brother, Philip's wife, and for all the evil which Herod had done. And yet, this above all that, he shut up so John, John in prison. So John was telling him, hey man, you're, the way you're living, you're screwing everything up. That I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. He was doing this, that, and the other. Hey, Jimmy Robbins said the truth is the truth. Amen to that. We all need the truth. And, oh my gosh, it's 9 o'clock. I was going to read the whole next story. Why didn't you stop me? Well, you know. You can't stop a moving train, can you? No, you can't. But dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like to thank you today. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for everything you do in our life, for your comfort, your strength, your wisdom, your guidance your protection of our families and our friends. We ask you continue to bless and heal and give everybody a little extra hug or a shot in the arm, whatever they're needing at this time as we all get with you in our weakness and in our strength yes. to praise you and glorify you. And just thank you for all the praise reports we have coming in. In your precious name we pray, amen. Amen. Pastor Pat Rank with my co-host and friend Mike Wood Sr. recovering from a cookie intoxication. Amen. I want to remind you two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We don't.